brought to you by Mequano Coffee Roasters. www.mequanocoffee.com Coming to you live, and by that we mean recorded in advance, from the Nakatomi Cigar Room in the capital city of a boxing glove-shaped state, it's the Gut Check Podcast with your hosts, Ted Cluck and Zach Bartles. Hey, welcome to the Gut Check Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my good friend, my partner in radio, my partner in business, it's low me. these many years, Zachary Bartles, and my wife, who's no longer sleeping. She's awake. Yeah. Hey. Welcome. Hey, KK. Welcome back to the program, KK. And, and Zach's wife, Erin, is, is here in the smoke room as well. They also we have are their together. own identities, but... They do. Vis-a-vis the program. They're more than just gut check wives. They're, you they're know? both gut check <laughs> authors. Yeah, they are. They're both published gut check authors. That's interesting. Um, Aaron, when you do, I, I was a little offended. I went with Aaron to a writing event mm-hmm. that she did mm-hmm. in the town of Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Shout a few out days Mount Pleasant. ago. Beautiful Wonderful, place. beautiful town. Love yeah. it. It was a cute little bookstore called Sleeping Dog Books. Mm-hmm. They asked her about, you know, what books she's published and everything. She didn't mention gut check once oh that's hard. she didn't say i wrote the kate russell essay in the gut check quarterly oh that's she didn't say i wrote uh you know a third of re-raptured yeah she didn't say i wrote one of the essays in the smoking book wow she you know, you know why i didn't do that uh, why because i feel like those are supportive rules and mm-hmm. i'm not i'm trying not to glom on to somebody else's celebrity you're trying not to just make your whole identity on yeah you. that's right so that I can get much appreciated. So yeah, we don't really like when people do that. Um, yeah. Although I actually, if you can do it in a way that doesn't annoy me, that's I don't true. mind it. That's true. You it's, do it briefly. It's flattering, but it's often annoying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's, there's, the, the, there's the rub. There's the rub. Yeah, there's, there's the, the rub. rub. And, and honestly, when you just said I was a gut check author, it took me a second to remember what I'd written. Oh. And then I sure. listed like a bunch of things. Uh-huh. And you remembered all the good times you had working with our company, because we are an author-friendly publisher. You know, yes. we, I feel like we really take good care of our authors. Aaron, you seem to remember when you get your royalty checks. Oh, wait, that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Well, it'll happen tonight. It'll be in the form of steak. Here's what we do and for yeah, our authors. Yeah, you got though. one in front of you there. That cigar, that's a royalty check. Oh. That's we, what that is. We feed them. We buy them houses. Wine we have, them. We dine them. We have sex with them <laughs> due to them being our wives. Honestly. <laughs> I'm, honestly, what other publisher does that, though, for their authors? <laughs> Sadly, <laughs> plenty of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. Oh, that's, that's grim. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> oh, obviously, we'll bleep that Dude, out. Dude, tell me about Tell me the backstory on that. Uh, he oh. was an agent. He was. That's dark and gross, and it makes me sad. It makes me sad, too. It's not mm-hmm. how we roll. We yeah. only ever go to bed with the gut check authors that, that, that are we've entered into the covenant of marriage. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's so true. So there are to some To put standards. a fine point on it. Yeah, yeah. We we don't take care of all the authors in our stable that well. Um, Who else has written anything for gut check? I mean... Actually, no one. That's not uh, true, man. Frank <laughs> Turk. Frank Turk. You know what? Never Frank, been to bed with Frank Turk. I haven't either. Don't forget Biatch. Oh, Biatch. Yeah, no, we haven't. You know, no, B- sure listen have. to this, man. Yeah. So I told you I got a Patreon for my Pilgrim's Progress yeah. podcast. Yeah. Uh, $30 is the top tier, Kay. right? Yeah. That makes you a producer. I love it. Which we should also do yeah, as we a should. tier. Yeah. And you get mentioned as a producer. Yeah, that's right. My boy jumped on that right away. He's the uh, only one who did. 
Dude, he's a great guy. He's always been a, a loyal gut check guy from the very and a beginning. Good, like a loyal friend yeah. all the way, dude. That guy is so nice. Yeah. He's probably not going to hear this because I feel like he's fallen off of uh, gut check, uh, the gut check B-H. train. BH. You know what I remember about the very beginning, though? Hmm. It was you and me in a blue a blue box with our, our recordings. And now... You want to hear something funny? Yeah. That blue box, yeah. which was called the Tascam... Oh, the Tascam. Pandora oh. PXR4. Gosh, that brings back some memories. And the, the Tascam I purchased mm-hmm. with the money I got yeah. for the Strauss Expository Preaching Award. Are you kidding me? Not kidding. Baby, so that's you, full circle. Yeah. That that award paid dividends, didn't it? I mean, it beyond just the, the, the monetary value of the award itself. Granted, we're not using the blue box anymore. No, but we've upgraded to the... What, can you read me the copy the on the focus right? It's a focus right. It's red. Scarlet two I two or something. That's a, a beautiful box. piece of machinery, uh, and it's partly responsible for bringing the gut check podcast into your life, which we are rededicating our lives to, yeah. rededicating our business lives to. And Zach, we have a few things to talk about today. I've disengaged um, from most things besides this. I've disengaged as well from most things besides this. But we have a new sartorial thing for me that I want to run by you. We have. Uh, a new track from Shavu, my band, um, that we're going to play the hook for on on the air. Let's make a run for it and, and get, get lost in the light. Let's go get old together because we'll both be young forever, baby. Forever young I'm in this ready if you, you are. Let's throw caution to the wind. wind. And I was then a little off on the melody there. I yeah, so we've got sartorial thing. We've got Uh-oh. bro country track, and then we've got an interview with KK about her first cigar smoking experience. What do I, we want to start with? I don't know what bro country track means. What? So yeah, KK is awake. We should start with that. Yeah. Okay. So oh, she's lighting up a she's lighting uh, up a jarum jarum. It's yeah. getting all nineties in here. Maybe baby. we should get her give her a minute to warm yeah. up. Yeah, literally, she's gonna wheeze and cough a little bit. So yeah, let's let's talk about this new song, okay? So yes. we we Are dropped you, "Caution to the Wind" last year. Your your guy is uh, how old? Uh, what what year in, in Davis Smith? He's going to be a junior. Okay, so you got a couple more years in this. I got guy a couple more years. With, uh, yeah, all right. Of good. collaboration and. Uh, by shoot. the way, I saw. You know, we should also throw up on the Patreon. What? The uh, the video of your performance. Oh, that Live was a nice time. Magical, magical time, of of music. Of excitement. <laughs> I knew that was going to go badly because the air conditioner is blowing right on the match. Here's a nice. Uh, yeah, let's let's get a lighter going over there. Do you want me to light it for you, baby? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what? That's very gentlemanly. Yeah. I'll. Uh, if you can hand me that lighter, Zach, I'll just get go. this lit for. Her. Thank you, baby. Leaving it all in. Yeah, leaving it all this in. This is how we this go. Is, this is how we this do. Is part of the gut check experience. Um. Does this have a thing that flips up, or I just hit you it? Just push the button. Just push it. Just push the button. It's a spit guard. Yeah. Really? That's what it is? Yeah. And it keeps you from popping your In the yeah. radio business, that's what we call it. You don't want um, any plosives. You know when you're listening to something and you hear the big... Probably you did hear that plosive, because yeah. they're not great. Yeah. These are SM58s. Yeah. sm 58 Dude, we got an exclusive with SM and the 58s, and that's what we use... Sure shot, yeah. ...exclusively on the, on the program here, but... Um, first time we've used them. But no, one of the visions for our band was to do sort of, and I keep losing this, I'm going to keep having to look it up, but to do uh, different kind of experiences in different genres. And uh, so we wrote the kind of seminal pop song last year, 
Caution to the Wind, and we decided to write a country song. Okay, Ted, I want to tell you this. Yeah. I wish you would have written a song that was almost exactly like the first one. Because mm-hmm. it's that so good. That was a good. lot of fun. Yeah. Are you going to do that again? I think we are. Return to yeah, your roots? I think we okay, are. I'm, I'm not judging, prejudging this, but mm-hmm. that was, I love that sound. Yeah. I have no idea how many times you start singing that, and then it gets in my head at night when I'm trying to. I sing Dude, it once a week, so buddy. Happy. It makes me really happy, baby. Kelvin loves that. it. I love it. Whoop. Oh, here we go. The little story behind this is I had an experience with my father in law early in my dating life, who's no longer with us, great guy, Um, but he was concerned about the level of, like, making out that he was seeing KK and I do from time to time. Was he concerned? Uh, Probably not. In retrospect, it was probably your mom, and he was doing her He was the mouthpiece, okay. Yeah, he was the mouthpiece. standard. But, yeah, pretty standard. But he cornered me one morning in the breakfast nook of their cottage, and um, any any he, he said to me, we don't do that up here. Um, like you could do it anywhere else, just not at the cottage. Well, that was the implication, right? <laughs> and that and that turn of phrase has stayed with me. We did do it everywhere else. We sure did. So we wanted to write a country song, and I thought I would call the song "We Don't Do That Up Here." And so that I wrote. Sounds like such a country song. It sounds dude. like a country song. Sounds like it'd be like it? very pro America in like yeah. a semi xenophobic way. Yeah, we don't do that up here. So I wrote the, the lyrics. Maybe my, down in Mexico way you do that, but we don't do that up here. My like partner like Davis that. Smith um, set it to a melody, and here's what we have. This is just the hook. Uh, this is We Don't Do That Up Here by Shaver. Can your daddy's got some real concerns. Don't want his baby, baby girl, girl getting burned. With a boy from the edge of town Being up truck with the windows down He thinks he sees right through me In my scuffed up blue jean boots With the holes worn out Only a matter of time I take you out for a ride And he says He says, son, we don't do that up here Alright, let me... First reaction Go I can't react to that in a vacuum I'm going to react to that and the first Shebu song together. Yeah, go. I want to I want to hear what's on your heart right now, your heart and your mind. 100% those could be like mainstream hits that everybody knows and loves. Like Thank that you. the quality of that. I appreciate that's all Davis Smith. Shout out Davis well, Smith. Well, no, the, the lyrics yeah. too. Like yeah. the whole package. Well, we enjoy doing it. Dude, that is freaking amazing. Uh, thank you. Yeah. So, when's the full song coming out? Well, school starts in in the end of August, uh, I imagine we'll get back in the studio sometime in September and knock the rest of it out, Lord willing. Here's yeah. a question. D- yeah. Does this young man, uh, what's his major? Uh, he's a journalism major, so he's with me, but he's really into music production. That's his, his so, passion. So my question is, do you, do you find it weird to mm-hmm. be collaborating with him on uh, uh, these kind of creative projects that are celebrated also to be his friend, mm-hmm. but also then to have to like grade his work and stuff. Yeah, it's a strange dynamic a little bit, but honestly, I'm just drawn to talent, right? I'm, I'm really interested by people who are talented, people who can do things that I can't do. Um, and, and I was drawn to that. And yeah, we're friends. He knows I respect his, his talent as a musician, and uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy seeing what he comes up with, and uh, he's going to go far. Uh, Davis Smith Music... Uh, I think he's got his own website. I he's, thought it was uh, Davis Smith Media. Davis Smith Media. Davis yeah, yeah, Smith yeah, yeah. Media. Dude, yeah. I listen to a ton of his stuff. Yeah. It's Check all great. It is all great. Dude, it's, and that guy's voice is the kind, it's like Matt Thiessen of Reliant K or Owl yeah. City or or any of these where like, it's just so sweet. 
Yeah. That it's and, and like the hooks come in a way that makes you like feel it in your belly. Yeah, like, it's the it's the kind of voice that can do anything. You know what I mean? Great. There's stuff. nothing he can't do. The kid's gonna go far. Uh, and I'm, your stuff is gonna rise with the tide. I hope so. I hope so. You know, guaranteed someday. Yeah. Caution to the wind is gonna be on like a like a best of. I do love Caution to the Winds. Uh, we had a blast with it. Kids on campus seem to enjoy it. We got to perform it live at Cardinal Ball. Uh, which was a, a big end of the year dance event at Union University, and uh, we had a blast with it. So, so you you stopped making out at the cottage. Yeah. No, you just were more discreet about where and when. In fact, I I sat on that story. KK didn't know that that had happened for like twelve years. <laughs> I didn't tell her because it took me twelve years, I think, to get over the embarrassment of that happening. <laughs> As if our lives depended on it. As if it was our jobs, you know. <laughs> yeah. We now, were, one more question about yeah, cottages and stuff. Yeah. When we when we go halvesies on a cottage mm-hmm. on the Lake Huron shore, will it be okay for are us? Are we to, allowed to make out then? I think we are. I don't yeah. mean you and me. Yeah. No. I think the rules are uh, uh, going to be a. You know how like on uh, mailboxes. Yeah. In. Uh, yeah. No. No. Yeah. They have like the name of the person who. Yeah. Has it? Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll have like a little phrase. Yeah, yeah. We do do that. We do that up here. Yeah, do that. That's up right. Here. Yeah, yeah. You can do that up here. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a great cottage. It really is. <laughs> I can is. see it when yeah, I close I can, my eyes. I can, you know? I can. I can see it when I close it's my eyes. It's like a boxing glove. Oh, uh, exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's going to be great. Um, and, and when you press the doorbell, it's like a. Thing like a, a, a freaking ring bell. Oh, like a ring bell. Yes. I bet we could get an old and ring bell that that yeah you that, just that, that goes. Freaking like pushing a button, you actually yeah. hit it with the little hammer. Yeah, I hit it which with is a hammer. Hanging from like That's a little cable. Right. Yeah. And oh. it's like the round is starting, and also somebody's at the door. And then Aaron yeah. comes out in like a bikini with like the round number. <laughs> I walks love it. Out, shows, and then walks right back in. Yeah. That'll happen, dude. And 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 like when you open the door, a little mic falls from the ceiling. Yeah. And we, I grab it. And I go, and now, hailing from Lansing, Michigan, weighing 185 pounds, Zachary Bartle. Oh, I wish, buddy. I know, baby. I know. In my youth. In your youth. In, in your swimming youth. days. In your swim practice days. Dude, you know, oh. I was just quoting uh, Powell there. Yeah. In right. my youth. In my youth. In my youth. Yeah. So <laughs> I had something happen in Las Vegas that I want to run by you because it concerns my appearance. Uh, at the end of the last program, you were remarking that it's still, it's a bit of an adjustment to get used to my shorter hair, and that's okay. I wanna, I wanna be there for you in that, and I don't want to rush you on it. Okay, okay. Um, like we need to adjust on your timetable with that. But something else has Take happened slow, yeah. uh-huh. that I think you're gonna see tonight at dinner. I was in Las Vegas, and Vegas, baby. yeah, I was in Vegas, baby. I love that city. And we had just had an amazing night at um, at this old steakhouse, this old Sinatra haunt um, called the Golden Steer. And we were back in our hotel. We were walking around, browsing the shops, and we came upon a chapeau shop um, that sold men's hats. Right. Ooh. And I was excited. I said, "Let's take a look around." I thought for the life of me, there wouldn't be anything in there that I could afford. Right. I thought it was going to be one hundred and fifty dollars and up crazy dude if you tell me you got a panama jack hat the whole thing's off baby i didn't i got a fedora and i've never been a fedora is guy. it a fedora or is it a trilby well it's important i think it's a fedora but may you may you may think otherwise is it like an indiana jones like a big 
No, bigger not a big, not a big. Okay, it's probably a, a trilby, which it, I think is a cooler hat. It might be a trilby. Okay, which is like so a con man hat or like a yeah, 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 like yeah, a like a, like a Rat Pack 1940s hat. guy hat, yeah. like a Rat Pack hat. Dude, cool. Yeah, so I put it on, and KK was like, "Try that on," and I'm like, "No, I've never been a fedora guy. I can't pull it off because I'm due to not being like Frank Sinatra, right?" Uh-huh. So I put it on though. But and who I told you you're not Frank Sinatra? I think it's the glasses and the short hair working in concert with the fedora. It worked. And I bought it. Sure. I did see it. Sure. And now I wear it and I feel like it's a look that I can grow old with and I'm really excited about it. Excellent. And I want to share it with you. Because but do you think I'm going to judge your, your freaking hat? I don't, you know, have you met me? I know, dude. You're so supportive and you're always so supportive and I love that. But I do. I feel a little nervous. But it's also the kind of thing that like whenever something good happens, I want to share it with my friend and I, yeah, I, want, to, yeah. I want to celebrate it together. I want to ask a question about this hat. Go. So if you were in... Uh-huh. You felt a little bit nervous about wearing the hat. Yeah. You're like, I don't know, it's yeah. a hat situation or sure. people going to think I'm the hat guy. Or yeah, yeah. Would it make you feel more comfortable if somebody else wore a hat? Or would it make you feel like, wait a minute, what the hell do they think they're doing? I'm so glad you asked. Let me address that. And this concerns my age. And maybe you guys aren't feeling this just yet, but I am feeling it and I feel freed by it. Okay? I'm a man of advanced years. Okay. I'm a little bit older. I'm 46. And I feel like as a middle-aged man, most middle-aged men kind of move through life just being ignored, right? There's a sense of you're no longer a guy. Like, we can hash this out. What year do you stop being a guy? Like, What do you start being when you stop being a guy? That's the thing. A middle-aged man. I think you just start being a middle-aged man. A dad. Dude, you're a dad and you're kind of a non-factor, right? I feel like there's a generation that's tried to remove this, but failed in such a sadly spectacular fashion that I appreciate that Ted acknowledges it's still a thing. I'm acknowledging it and I'm actually enjoying it, right? Because I feel like I can tinker with my look and I can do different things and it's not such a big deal. Like if I had tried a fedora at like 28 or like 33, I would have been all nervous and self-conscious about it. But at 46, I'm like, hey, I like this. It looks good. I'm doing it. Whatever. You experimented slightly with the necklace. Oh, I'm a necklace guy now. I got a necklace on. In your 20s, you were like, I can't be necklace guy. I know. I felt all weird about it. But now I'm like, I can be Elliot Gould in Ocean's Eleven. I can have multiple necklaces if I want. I can have a big medallion. Anybody make you that that, that medallion yet? I've not heard from anyone on it. But Hmm. I'm hopeful that someone comes through with a gut check medallion for me. Now, would you rather have a a gut check medallion, Mm -hmm. a a cluck podcast medallion, or a happy rant medallion? Be honest. I barely want to dignify that with an answer, but you know what the answer is. It's a gut check medallion. <laughs> I just wanted okay? to hear it come out of your I know it. beautiful face. My, my beautiful pouty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> By the way, buddy, speaking of yeah. uh, stuff that about your look that you're excited to launch yeah. with your friends, did you notice the smoking jacket hanging I up sure over there? Did. Like I was actually going to... A, gonna, a th- bit of the, the room now. I was actually going to ask you about it, being that this has become a bit of a sartorial episode. I want you to walk me through not only the the backstory of acquiring that, but I want you to talk about how you feel when you're wearing it. Now, here's the thing. I've only really gotten to wear it once because mm-hmm. it has been hella hot in the oh, yeah. uh, high five here. Yeah, yeah. But I got it. I had no idea it was coming. I think it was my birthday. Those are the best gifts, dude. Dude, yeah. Out oh, of nowhere. It's so fun. All right, so KK knew I was going to get it. I had no clue. I knew it was coming, too. <laughs> really? Everybody but me knew. I told yeah. her, if you tell Ted, make sure he knows that he hasn't gotten it yet. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm usually terrible at keeping secrets. 
And, and so I opened it. I immediately knew what it was when I saw like this much of the fabric. I could just yeah. tell. Yeah. And well, it's and you knew it was from Kostacek, so you knew it was going to be something. It was going to be something amazing. Mm. It was from my guy there, Carl. Mm. Carl, shout out Carl. Carl's the man. Yeah. Um, my favorite suit also Dude, was this a, engages a Father's a, Day present from. This engages Jack. a fantasy that we've wanted to try together, which is both of us getting fitted for suits at the same time, while smoking cigars, yes. like in the movies. Yes, while talking standing business. on crates. Yeah. Yes, standing on crates. I want to do having this. a freaking call with our board members. Having a call you on a those garters, those sock garters. Oh, oh, I want this, Teddy. I can't believe you don't have those sock garters. That seems like the next move with the freaking. Fedora it is the next the, move. I'm gonna have them. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna get them. I'd like to have. I'm getting. Them. I'd like to get those and some gut check cufflinks at the same time. Oh, cufflinks. I bet that wouldn't be that hard to have made. I bet it wouldn't. So anyway, when I wear it... We need to Google custom cufflinks after we get off the air. I felt like a little bit of an idiot when I wore it for one reason. Yeah, why? Because I was wearing like a a stupid t-shirt and cargo shorts with it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which was dumb. But like when winter rolls around... Yeah. It will be always on my person. We we used to keep... or, Or I used to keep a hoodie... In that little uh, yeah. cabinet next to you. Yeah. And I'd let the it cold get all. Smokes. Yeah, because yeah. we have heat in here, but as soon as you turn on the fans. Sure. You know what it does? It's really the craziest thing. Yeah. It blows the heat out into the into the night. That's right. And then the cold comes in its place. That's right. So now I'm just going to put on the, the beautiful baby smoking jacket. Oh. I love it, man. I love it, too. Now, when you have it on, do you feel like what kind of a guy do you feel like? The kind of guy that if Don Draper was in the room, mm-hmm. he would feel a little inadequate. Yeah, yeah. He'd feel like, am I underdressed? He'd be like, know? this guy kind of is is nailing my look uh-huh. while also being faithful to his wife. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like kind of a failure. Yeah. So. Okay, I have a question. Smoking jacket. Like, what is the proper... I realize there's a jacket, but what are you supposed to wear with the jacket if you're not supposed to wear a derpy t-shirt and cargo shorts? I think uh-huh. anything with buttons yeah. and, and, and long pants, which won't be a problem in the winter. Yeah. A, a specific type of trousers? Or like... I mean, I, I think... You take off your suit jacket. Yes. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. It's, it's meant to go with whatever you've worn to work that day. You come home, you're ready to unwind, and yeah. voila, smoking jacket. Correct. Yeah. Hey, do you remember Remember when you saw me in sweatpants the first time? Yeah. Only time, probably, because I don't really wear sweatpants. I came over to your house to work out with Ted. Yeah. I changed into some sweatpants, mm-hmm. and you'll remember this as soon as I say it. They were the kind of sweatpants that had the elastic around the ankle, <laughs> and you looked at me, and you started laughing so hard, and you couldn't breathe. It was very... I knew immediately. I was like, oh, crap. KK's, she's gonna, she's gonna think this is so, so hilarious. They were the kind of sweatpants from when, like, every once in a while, Jerry and George would like go to the gym on Seinfeld, <laughs> yes, and, and yes. you know, it'd be that kind. Kinda... Blousey, yeah, kind of oh, blousey. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- these. I feel like those are coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I probably still have some somewhere because mm-hmm. I wouldn't have thrown them away. Oh, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I love it. Ted, do you wear sweatpants? You wear like warm up, warm up clothes, but well, that's dude, a little I'll, different. I'll tell you, it's a, it's a weird. Cl- Ted sweatpants. That's yeah. a story we should tell. Someone first, puked all over your outfit. And when Calvin threw up like an entire gallon of chocolate milk on me. I remember. In your house. Yeah. Early in our friendship. Okay. And then we had dinner. He threw up on me. You had to go meet someone. And Zach was like, I'll go home and get you some clothes. Leaving Ted and I in your kitchen. I'm holding Calvin. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But but like curdled chocolate milk puke. Oh, it was. And Hortense like, okay, so I gotta, I gotta like I can't leave even though it's super awkward. No, no. My house, right? And he said, you know, do you want do you want some other pants to wear? Because it was all over my pants, and I was like thinking. I don't think Kristen's pants are going to fit me because she's like a foot shorter. Yeah. I don't want a foot shorter. Yeah. Dude, that engages another part of my persona. I'm a great puke guy. <laughs> like if I'm around when somebody throws up, I shift into like, I become like. The, but you just cleaned up a bunch of puke. I did. And it was no big deal. Yeah. Another day at the office uh, for me. Dude, I yeah. can't be near it. If I smell it, if I. Oh. Hearing it. Oh, talking about it is tickling my gag yeah, reflex yeah. right now. He'll do whatever he has to do to not puke himself. Sure. Oh yeah, I would. I would be miserable for twelve hours. Grow up, you'll feel so much better. Uh huh. No. No. You know why? Because I do everything at one hundred and ten percent. Yeah. And the last time I puked, and the time before that, I puked with such gusto. Yeah. That it blew blood vessels in the whites of my eyes, and I oh. walked around with red blotches, blood blotches in the whites of my eyes. It, it slowly shrank over the course of like two months. I'm not I hate that take for you, baby. A little short-term feeling better, allegedly. Yeah. For looking like a freak yeah. for two months? No. No, I hear not you. happening. I hear you. Puke with gusto. That's right. I puke with gusto. I believe it. I believe it too. KK just begins crying. Yeah. Dude, when our son, not to tell a bunch of stories about yeah, our, yeah. Our, our adolescent boy and his puking when he was little, because that's kind of, that's not nice. Yeah. But uh, his stories he, to tell. Every little kid gets sick, you know, a, a decent amount of time, right? Sure, 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 sure. And when he was little, if he was like puking in the bathroom, mm -hmm. Aaron would be like, what are you doing? Go rub his back. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, what? No. Why would anyone who's puking want someone to rub their back while they puke? I'd be like, get out of here. Dude, now, this begs the question. If there's one time I want to be alone, it's when I'm puking. Do, do you go in and rub his back when he's pooping? I mean, like, what's the difference here? <laughs> that would be the, the, the difference is sickness. I bet some parents do in our circles. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So it, it begs the question, why didn't you go rub his back? She had just done a shift rubbing his back, I think. Oh, okay. I got you. See... You had rubbed his back, and, and yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. No, I yeah, me dude, it, it, When my son would get sick like that, that, dude, that didn't gross me out that much, but it did make me so sad. Yeah, that's, see, that's where KK goes. She begins to cry, and she yeah, becomes a oh, little bit so sad. kind of locked with inaction, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's why you you got this guy, dude. Do you feel like that's a gift of yours to like shift into like action mode? I and actually be like action enjoy Jackson? doing it. Do you I'm wish good that at so I could little puke right now, and you could like uh, I kind of do. Yeah, I would rub your back. I'd clean it up. I'd get it in the laundry. You know, <laughs> you yeah. give me some of your pants to wear. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd make you some soup for when you were feeling better. You know, full service. Yeah, I'd bring you some pants. Yeah, some saltines. The, hey, Aaron thinks it's weird yeah. that growing up, whenever I would get sick and throw up. Yeah. That my mom would get me some Seven Up, isn't that? Oh normal? no, my mom did that. Yeah, Seven Up and saltines, baby. Yeah. Dude, was it too. Verner's? Yeah, yeah, Verner. If you're in Michigan, it's Verner's, man. We yeah, got. Settles it down. We did not get anything with bubbles, and I, I, I think that's the thing that gets me. It's like the idea of putting air in there. Dude, the bubbles fizz and settle the tummy. I think they do. They do. I'm not a science guy, but they do. <laughs> Coke. Oh, that would make oh. me throw up. Yeah. I'm perfectly healthy. That makes me want to yeah. throw up right now. That's crazy. I would throw up if you gave me Coke syrup now. 
Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't that. Ipecac's one of those words that sounds like what happens when you take it. <laughs> Onomatopoeia. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That. No, that's crazy. <laughs> now, now, did you did you have any feeling of wanting to throw up when you tried your first cigar recently? Mm. Good. Good segue. That's a good radio segue. Yeah, we're we're gonna do a little interview show here, baby. You and me. You're in the studio now. Welcome. You do that again. <laughs> okay. So, um, Zach. <clears throat> I had my first cigar the other day. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we were we were in Holland, Holland, Michigan. We were in Holland, and we we've been enjoying a, a week on the beach with family. But we had an experience where some old friends, some family members of yours, mm-hmm. extended family, came to see us, and we left the cottage and we did a little afternoon on the town well, in Holland. And when you say we'd been enjoying a week with family, I think everybody knows what it means to enjoy a week with family. Mixed bag. Yeah. It means you're ready to leave. Yeah. For a little while. And it was near and the be, end of the week. And, and be without family. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we were looking for any way to extend this We had a magical without afternoon. Family. We went into town. We did some antiquing, which is something that you and I love. It to was do magical. Together. Great antique store. We went to the same antique thor- store three times in a row. Yeah, it was great. It was man. a good store. It was really store. nice. But um, we happened upon a smoke shop. And we're walking around in downtown Holland. I see the storefront. I know nothing about the shop. Mm-hmm. Hadn't looked at anything online. And it was me and three girls. It was me, KK, her cousin, and her cousin's friend. And I was like, would you guys, would you be down to smoke a cigar with me? Because I, I feel like that sounds like a nice time. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they said yes, much to my surprise. And My first thought was, well, I wonder if I can get the smoke of my choice, which is the Jarm. Which the box black. actually says it's a c- cigar. Yeah. It's actually not. It's but to say that's for like tax protection. Ta- yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Inventory wise, from smoke shop to smoke shop, you never know what you're going to get. You never so know what you're going to get. So we go in and they don't have an amazing selection. It's not super clean, but we had the nicest. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. It just wasn't. But we had the nicest little old man like sell us the cigars. This guy was like 94 years old if he was a day. He was very nice. And he was, he was friendly. He was helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I picked out a standard cigar, and the girls went with, like, cigarillos, right? Like, little little cigars. Well, I think the, the thing that was said is, you know, a cigar itself can look kind of uh, intimidating. They're, they're large and long. Yeah. <laughs> Thick. Sim- similar to what you encountered at a shop yesterday, yeah. Um. And, and Joanna said, I wish there was something a little smaller. Mm-hmm. More along the lines of, I don't know that I can commit to the the full girth of a real uh, a like forty five minutes. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly, that's a lot. And this guy and sprang so, into action, and by that I mean and he shuffled across the room for five minutes. <laughs> and he was like, "Over here, I have a small cigar. It was bigger than my Jarm cigar." Mm-hmm. Um, and so I smoked my first cigar. It was only two dollars, and it was flavored like vanilla. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> And it, was I, a, it was made by a real company, though. It was like a I did it. Like little flavored cigar. I smoked it. I liked it. You seem kind of proud, and that's the cutest thing. I am very Dude, she proud. she was proud. I almost feel like I could graduate up to a big cigar. Maybe today. See, we've got a, we, do, we do have a few. We don't have any flavors. Well, mm-hmm. I'll do my best. Let's add some brandy. Well, there you go. I did feel like I wasn't sure if I would be able to do the, the process of smoking, because... I've never been able to inhale, which I know you're not supposed to with cigars, but it it makes me feel like I don't really know how to smoke since I don't know how to inhale. But you were doing it the right way with the cigars. But I did it, and I I made like, you know, smoke drooling out of my mouth and all those little fun things that you can do with it. 
No. Erin can make I bet she can. That's She's pretty, pretty good at it. <laughs> this is for us. I get yeah. weird. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure you do. Um, that's the story. That's the story. That's the story. Some funny mishap. I'm glad was it wasn't. I thought you were going to laugh because it was two dollars and it was. Well, but that. I'm going to laugh at her. I think that's great. Come on, man. The funny mishap oh, was well. though, and this is like cigar shop etiquette that I want to hash out with you because I have another fantasy, which is to open my own cigar shop. So shortly after we bought the cigars from the great, you know, older gentleman, the owner of the shop came in, and we were having this moment as a group where. We were catching up with old friends, and the conversation was intense, but good, and like it was flying around, and we, we weren't necessarily inviting a fifth person into our group. This happened so frequently. This Dude, happened to us, the four of us. This guy came. He flopped right down next to us. He, he made every conversation kind of about him, and it, it occurred to me. He showed off a huge cigar. Well, and he, yeah, he was, a, he was a nice guy. Like, in his defense, he was a very nice guy. But it, it made me wonder what different people want in a cigar shop. Like, for me, I want to go into a shop and be with the person that I came in with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, not there to make new friends. I'm, not, I'm not looking. I'm not auditioning. I'm not looking to expand the roster, right? Um, I'm there to be with the person I came with. But the last couple times I've been in a shop setting, and to be fair, I don't really go to cigar shops anymore because I, I have my own smoke room and yeah. I order online. Dude, why and I, wouldn't you just go to the Arnold Cluck smoke room? That's if it. You can? And I always have a great experience there. You got you but, got the little bar there. You got the little. You got the that's everything. Right. Five star experience, yeah. baby. But the the last time we were in a shop together, this happens, where yeah. a celebrity of some renown uh, <laughs> kind of accosted us and like wouldn't let us go for an hour. And then this happened the other day, and I'm just wondering if this is our lot in life. Every time we go to a shop, well, I think the real etiquette question is. Mm-hmm. What are you obligated to do, and what is like? Is there a point at which you just say, "Look, buddy, we, yeah, we don't." I haven't seen these girls in like three years. Yeah, like I want to. That that would be so awkward if he stays in the proximity, though. Right. Then it's then it's really weird. I feel like I'm surprised Aaron didn't do that because that seems like something Aaron would do. Uh When we had our yeah, when we had our thing, dude, that was hard because there were so many people. Yeah, there was the guy with the dog. There was the celebrity. yeah. He was so far across the room. Yeah, right. I felt like as long as I keep tight with Kristen yeah. and we're talking and you, he can't hear. You did everything right. Yeah, yeah. You'd get the point if yeah. you were a person who could get points. We were doing everything right. <laughs> a person who could get Increasingly more, I think. Yes. Yeah. The thing is, like, I feel like if you go to a smoke shop as a guy alone, yeah. yes, you should... Expect some people to right. maybe make conversation, but my dad does that all the time. Yeah, and he's really good at not extending conversations. I don't know how he does it without. Yeah, me. he's he's not rude. Yeah, I feel like your dad can give an answer that's more than a perfunctory like one word answer. There's something about him that just says like, "Okay, I'm done now." Don't keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, no means no. But tell me uh, no more. Yeah, tell me no more. <laughs> I don't have that. In fact, there's something no. about my continence that says, "Yeah, tell me." Everything. I think you know? what it is, Ted, about your countenance that says, tell me everything, yeah. is the way that you lean in and basically say, tell me tell everything. Me everything. <laughs> yeah. It may be the way that I literally said, tell me everything. Yeah. I remember one time <laughs> early on in our friendship, we were in Grand Ledge getting ice cream. <laughs> and this is, this is kind of like a, a, an answer to when, when you leaned over to, to Johnny Shackles and said, yeah. uh, watch how crazy this guy's going to go about me uh-huh. with the, uh, with the guy selling all yeah, the tchotchkes yeah, yeah. and yeah. The, the Yasser Arafat hats yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. 
where where Kristen kind of leaned to, to me and Aaron and just watch this. Mm-hmm. Ted's gonna talk to this lady forever. It was like a sad little old lady sad in like a motorized lady. cart. Yep. And she came up and started talking to you. And I would have talked to her too. Yeah. But like I don't think I would have engaged at that level and mm-hmm. at that length. Yeah. But you wouldn't break it off. No, I know. You, you we all knew at that point when she lost interest in the conversation, it would be over. Yeah. So, but may- it would be a while before that happens. Maybe yeah. what you have to do is establish before you go into a place like that with the group. Like yeah. you have a designated driver in a bar. Yeah. You're gonna have a designated like cut off ditcher. the conversation guy. Yeah, ditcher. <laughs> the cutoff guy. Yeah, the cutoff yeah. guy. Don't don't miss the cutoff guy. Yeah, don't miss the cutoff man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were at Tim's and that happened. If we had been somewhere other than place that I want to stay in good standing, yeah, I would have said something. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, and it's the greatest smoke shop of all time. Yeah, we, we don't fair. ever yeah. want them to, to like roll their eyes when we walk in. That's right. Holland, I yeah. might have acted you know yeah. what? Holland, anything goes. Yeah, boy, that town. W- wooden My shoes, oh. freaking Dutch mafia. Dude, can I run a funny Holland thing by you? Yeah. I, this is a thing that if you'd been there in the moment, we would have had fun with this for a couple minutes. So we went to the farmer's market. We should Holland. go have these on a windmill. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's one of these classic family together at the cottage thing. Every Somebody's always like, let's go to the farmer's market. And I feel like in general, farmer's markets as a concept, they always overpromise and underdeliver. You yeah. know, it's oh, like yeah. one of those things that sounds fun when you're talking about it. Then you get there and you're like, it's hot. All this stuff is expensive. It's, you feel like you're obligated to buy Yes, because you're in this kind of intimate setting with people. So the Holland farmer's market, though, was very reflective of Holland in general in as much as... The clientele there was like the rich Dutch, like patriarchs and matriarchs of these rich families. You were like the shortest guy there. Oh, well, yeah, I was the shortest guy there. But it was these old rich people who were buying like dumb farmer's market tchotchkes. And it was their sort of. Dumb. Yeah, it was. And to be fair, it was all completely dumb crap. Right. And so that people group was there. The only other people group that was there were those people's self same affluent, angry for no reason, like hipster progeny who are all like, you know, sneering kind of kind of people that sell stuff at a farmer's market. You know what I mean? Like, like this is my gluten free loaf of bread and it's, you know, $17 and I'm, I'm it's a good mix, though. People angry. who sell stuff at a farmer's market and, and people, people who, who buy, can buy it. Yeah. yeah. Um, people who actually have the income that's high enough to buy it. Yeah, it was it was fascinating though to see that, and uh, I got a kick out of it. I feel like we would have together gotten a kick out of it. Did you buy anything? We Ooh, bought whitefish, whitefish pate, Best and it was in the lovely. World. Oh, oh yeah. it was you so good. Do you do. But you're not gonna get that in Tennessee, dude. I love that whitefish pate. No, I could if make you get a meal it in out Tennessee, of it. Tennessee, it's made a journey, yeah. right? Yeah, it's yeah, a- yeah. Um, anyway. That's my Holland uh, Whitefish Farmer's Market story. But uh, where are we going before that? Oh, smoke shop etiquette. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, right. and how to extricate so from the conversation. So is there a sign if you open a smoke shop that you could mm-hmm. put up that would be a little playful, a little ha-ha, but also set? You know, is there? could there be a zone? Like yes. in this section, yes. like the quiet part of the library. Yes. Dude, can I give you my vision for the smoke shop? I think this also needs to be an essay in the... Uh, 10th anniversary. Yes, I agree. The the vision for my hypothetical smoke shop is as follows. I think you guys will like it. And I think your zones idea may be the winner. Um, I want to call it either the library or Maxim because Ooh. I found there was an old casino in Las Vegas called yeah, Maxim. I saw that. Yeah. And I bought a bunch of crap from it because my son's name is Maxim and I gifted him all this stuff. 
But um, they have a really great logo. So here's my idea. Is that going to be his personal logo on his website? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he does a pensive uh, art photo website of himself, .org, though. Dot you know, org. it's .org. Or it's it's ministry-related. Yeah. 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 But... Um, <laughs> Wait, that's what that means? Well, no, I don't know. It, what it means that it's not for Bravio. Yeah. It? Even though literally everything about that website was by <laughs> some stuff that I made. Um, anyway, I want to have no internet there. So no Wi-Fi, no TVs. I, I don't love want, that. No dude, I don't want the TV playing golf or like Fox I'm News so or whatever. I'm so sick of freaking TVs in smoke shops. I hate I'm TVs. Sick, and restaurants. But uh, in a smoke shop, it should be the old school kind of place where you don't have it. Dude, no internet connection, no TVs. The only music options are vinyls on a turntable. Mm. Quiet, like a little Sinatra music, yeah, right? Yeah, not intrusive. No, a little unintrusive, like Sinatra music in the background, low light, lots of things to read. Sure. Newspapers. Things made of paper. Things made of paper, yeah. periodicals, books. You can come in there and read. You can be quiet. You can hear yourself <laughs> think. You can, you can talk with others if you want to. Anyway, do you think anyone would like that kind of a shop besides yes. me? I would. Because I would really like it. Everyone in this room. Everyone in this room would like it. Yeah. I, I the just... thing is, like, so everybody's going to have cell phones with data. I know. Do you, again, do you, like, have some kind of orientation type signage or something that basically yeah. sets a, a expectation? Yeah, I don't this know. This is the kind of place where... I think the way you do it is you... Is you frame it as something that's freeing them from right from the constraints right yeah so here's here's my thought on that i want to have not a huge humidor right because i think some cigar shops get bogged down in like oh we've got 185 selections and nobody who comes in really knows what they're looking at anyway Mm. al has a pretty good size humidor yeah here in town Yeah. yeah dude so my thought was have a have a sheet with a menu. Ooh, buddy. And just a couple of tasting notes on each so that you can know if you're dealing with a lighter shade or more mild experience. Dude, that's the money. Yeah. I've never seen that. I've never seen it either. That would really help people who are not confident. A cigar novice would come in and feel comfortable. They'd be put at ease by. Yeah, yeah. And they could be like, I'll try the that, you know. I'll have the gut check Churchill, please. I'll have the gut check Churchill and... But at the top of that, I could have a couple of sentence mission statement on yes. Ooh, this buddy. is a this is an analog space. Yes. You can use your phone if you need to, but here are some parameters. No freaking videos on your phone. No, no videos, no play. Oh, I hate that so no much. No doing business. We're not doing business on the phone here. Well, and even besides that, there are more and more people who think it's totally fine in a public space to start watching a video. Oh no oh. You guys, this happened to us at a restaurant the other day. We were at a restaurant. I feel like I'm 94 years old telling this story. Sorry about the air conditioning. Yeah, sorry about the air conditioning. But I'm in a booth, right? Yeah. And I'm having a nice lunch with my parents and KK. And this group of men sits down at a table adjacent to ours. And the guy who is sitting closest to me starts like listening to music on a phone. And I was like... I said, oh, I love this song. I stole your line. I was like, is that Sinatra? You know, <laughs> it was like some, yeah, it was like some loud, uh, stupid song. And I couldn't believe it, though. I couldn't believe that we were in a public place. This was happening, yeah. you know? If you're by yourself and Listen you're going to music be, in your car. Yeah, you know. well, or bring some freaking, yeah, AirPods yeah. or something. It's so, it's so easy. Yeah, it's so easy. But so many people choose it. They choose to be jerks. 
But so I would have, yeah, just a not little preamble. Not us, though, for the record. That's we're not right. jerks. Yeah, we're not jerks. That's our other company logo. Yeah. Not jerks. Gut Check Press. Plus everything we hit, we destroy. Not jerks since... What year did we start the company? Zachary? Started the company in 2009. Oh, my gosh, dude. We were just kids, weren't we? Yeah, just babies. Fresh-faced and grizzled. Yeah, we were just business kids. Um, <laughs> business kids. Yeah. Gosh, what a rocket ship it's been to, you know? Up, 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 up. Yeah. And yet, room to go upper. Room to go upper. Room to start a Patreon. Room to get a cottage together. Um, so many ideas. Now, we've covered everything that I had planned for this program, this episode. Uh, do you have anything else? Sounds like a good stopping point, my man. Yeah. Zach, we've done what we always do on this program, in that we've wandered to and fro throughout some sartorial choices, um, some etiquette, some smoke shop things, some bro country hooks, and we will see you next time. Men pay Cut.